We are seeking hope and love and joy and peace in our lives in a world that seems like it's out of control all around us. Father, we thank you that we can come with family and friends and gather, Lord, to know we are not alone. We are not alone in this life and we are not alone in this world, for you are with us. Father, I pray that your word would speak to us this night. Speak deep into our hearts, Lord. It would bring comfort to those who need comfort and it would bring conviction to those who need convicting. Father, we know that your word is truth and it has nothing to do with the one who speaks. It all has to do with the one who wrote it. So, Father, I pray that despite the sin that is in me, Father, your Holy Spirit would come. Your Holy Spirit would speak to each and every one of us right where we are, whether we are in the valley, on top of the mountain, or somewhere in between. Father, thank you for this night. We ask this in the name of Jesus Christ and all of God's people said, Amen. Amen. Well, it is hard to believe that it is Christmas Eve. Where has the time gone? It has flown by this year. And I remember what it was like on Christmas Eve when I was younger. And for all the kids in here, it seems like this is the slowest moving day ever. It just can't go. Every time you look at the clock, it still hasn't moved. It's like being at work for adults. The clock won't move. And you're just waiting and waiting and waiting for Christmas to come. And it's just a few more hours until Christmas comes. And then tomorrow, hopefully late morning, I want to emphasize this, late morning, the kids are going to get up and they're going to come and they're going to say those words that every one of us has said. Santa was here. Santa was here. And then all moms and dads, we're going to try to drag ourselves out of bed, find some coffee somewhere in our house, and then the chaos will begin. Papers will be thrown everywhere. Boxes will be ripped open. It will be an amazing time. But before any type of paper can be ripped off, before any box can be opened, before any included with batteries can happen, you have to see who the gift is for. So you need a name tag. Because if you don't have a name tag, you don't know who the gift is for, and you don't know who the gift is from. And then once you find out who the gift is for and who the gift is from, we start to open the gifts, and there's this joyful noise, and kids are excited. And if you've got teenagers, you know they're instantly going to go to social media, and they're going to post pictures of what they got, and they're going to be so excited about all the things that they had. Now, when we say that, sometimes we think, well, man, we have so commercialized Christmas, we've changed everything from the original Christmas. Actually, we haven't. Things are not as different as we think they are from that very first Christmas. But we do need to truly understand what Christmas is about. And that's what we're going to take a look at. We're going to take a look at Luke 2, a very familiar text, a text that we often hear on this night, but a text that I'd like to unpack a little bit to help us understand truly what Christmas is about. So we're going to look at Luke 2, starting at verse 8. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. 
Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those to whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherd said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things that po and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Now, when we hear this story, we say, well, that's the Christmas story. And I've heard that so many times before. But actually, when we dig a little bit deeper, it's more than just the Christmas story. It's really an encapsulation of the Bible and the Gospels that tells us who God is, who we are, and why Jesus came. Now, I, I think I could tell you this, but I'd like to maybe get some help in showing you this. Christmas is a time of giving. It's a time of giving gifts. So I thought if it's okay with you, I would like to give a gift. I'd like to, I'd like to ask Sarah, our worship leader, to come on up. And I like your Christmas trot that you've got going there. That's very nice. Now, before you sit, Sarah, I want to let you know that my family has a gift for you. And we'd love you to go over to the tree and, and get your gift. All right. You've got to find your gift. And it will be just this calm tomorrow at all of our homes when the children go to the trees. Okay, have a seat. Now, let me ask you this question. How did you know that of those three presents, that gift was for you? Well, it's got my name on it. Right here. So it's got a tag on it. Mm -hmm. So without a tag, Sarah wouldn't have known what gift was for her. See, a name tag is important because it says who the gift is for and who the gift is from. And when we look at the Christmas story, I don't know if you've ever thought this, but the angel is a living, breathing name tag. Because what did the angel say to the shepherds? The angel shows up to the shepherds and said, I've got good news of great joy, a gift unto you. See, the angels are telling them that God has a personal gift for the shepherds and really for all of the world. And so the angels are acting as a name tag. They want to tell the story that God has a gift. And do you know that God has a gift for you? God has a gift for me. And that gift is Jesus Christ. In fact, God continually told us through all of Scripture that there was a gift and it's got our name on it. And there's a tag and it says, to you from God. I want to read you a couple of Old Testament texts that tell us this. It says this in Isaiah. For to us a child is... a." For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And then in Isaiah 7:14, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel. See, God has been telling us for centuries that he has a gift for us. He has a gift for you. And that, that gift is Jesus. Now, tomorrow morning, there are going to be a lot of gifts, and kids are going to run down, and I have this on good authority, that in the history of gift giving on Christmas, there has never been a gift left unwrapped, unopened under a tree when there's a child present. Children will never just look at a gift. Children will always unwrap the gift. 
Once they see their name on it, they're going to want to unwrap it because what's the good of having a gift if you don't unwrap it? Yet how many of us have not unwrapped the gift that God has for us this Christmas? God has given you and I the greatest gift in Jesus Christ, a gift that will bring us hope and love and joy and peace. And so far, some people just stare at the gift under the tree and they never open it. Sometimes we think that we must be on some sort of naughty list with God, that we're not good enough to have a gift. Now, I know none of the kids in here are on the naughty list. I know they're all on the nice list. But sometimes as adults, we think we're on some sort of naughty list. But because God with us, because God loves us, because God sent Jesus, we don't have to be on that naughty list. We can be on the nicest, that gift that God has for us. It's not under a tree, it's in a manger, and we just have to open that gift. One of the things that we all love about Christmas is just getting that right gift, that perfect gift. And it seems like Santa always knows the perfect gift to get us. He's got some inside information, and he always gets just the right gift because he knows what we need. Well, the angels knew what a great gift this was, and so they told the shepherds, they said, it's the Messiah, it's the Lord. Because the angel knew what the shepherds in the world sometimes forgets is we can't save ourselves. Goodness can't save us, and religion can't save us, and morality can't save us. The only thing that can save us is Jesus. See, we have to understand this gift. We can't earn it, we don't deserve it, but we can receive it. We can receive the gift of all gifts this Christmas when we open the gift of Jesus. Now, I have made Sarah wait here very patiently. She's done a great job. But Sarah, would you like to open the gift? Yes. Okay, op open the gift. Yeah. yeah. Okay. If you're with Three Timbers, you know that Sarah is the second biggest Hallmark movie watching fan that we have on our staff. Uh, we know that Joe loves a Hallmark movie like nobody else does. But as Sarah opened that gift, you kind of heard she was a little excited. She kind of, you like the gift, right? I do. See, she liked the gift. And if you're a parent or a grandparent, is there nothing better than when your child opens that gift on Christmas morning and they just have that kind of reaction? That's like a little slice of heaven, right? That's a joyful noise when you hear your family, your friends go, oh, I love it. Thank you. That's wonderful. I appreciate that. That is so exciting. And see, what we see with the shepherds is they had these hard hearts and they were these loner guys and, and they weren't exactly the type of people that you think could make a joyful noise. But we see their response. It says, the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. See, the shepherds made a joyful noise because they opened the gift. But see, the shepherds had a moment. Because remember, once the angel left, the heavenly hosts came, and you talk about a choir, man, there was a whole bunch of singing going on that night. And this heavenly host came, and they sang, and it was amazing, and the songs and the music, because they knew what a great gift this was. And they were praising God and making a joyful noise. And you know what? We're going to hear a lot of joyful noise tomorrow morning. All around the world, kids will make a joyful noise. You can't stop a child from making a joyful noise on Christmas morning. But see, there's a moment 
when the angel, angelic choir had left that the shepherds had a decision to make. They had to make the decision. Will we just take that or will we go to, to Bethlehem and open that gift? See, that's where a lot of us are right now. We got to make that choice. We love the music. We love to sing about Christmas. We love to sing about Jesus and hope and joy and peace and love. We love all those things. But will we make the choice to say, I'm going to go see the gift and I'm going to go open the gift? That's the most important thing. And where, where, where are you going? You got to go, go you got to go tell people. Yeah. Okay. Well, Sarah's going to go tell people. She got a little ahead, but she's going to go tell people. But see, the shepherds made this joyful noise because they opened the gift. They were so excited. And see, Christmas has a way of changing hearts. It takes the hardest heart and, and just an act of love, an act of kindness to show people the love of Jesus. And all of a sudden, people start to make a joyful noise. Because the gift of Jesus is not only life-changing, it's life-giving. But if you don't open the gift, how are you going to know? How are you going to know if you just let the gifts under the tree just to, just to sit there? The shepherd said, let's go. Let's open the gift. Have you ever had a child debate whether they were going to open a gift that was labeled for them? No. They're knocking the tree down to get those gifts. Kids never hesitate on Christmas morning. They want to open the gifts. We need to be more like kids, more childlike. Open the gifts that God has given you. The most important gift is Jesus. Now, Sarah, she got a gift and she had to go tell Chad. And Chad probably is going to want the shirt for himself. Because I know he loves the Hallmark movies, right? Absolutely. Gets very emotional with them. Absolutely. But see, when, when you've got good news, you want to share it. You want to tell people. Have you ever wondered why the angel appeared to shepherds? I mean, shepherds, these were not good guys. These were guys who used to steal land for their own purposes. They, they were outsiders. They really weren't allowed in the temple. They, they were kind of smelly. They were pretty much rascals. Nobody really liked the shepherds. But when you start to think about it and go a little bit deeper, Scripture tells us that the Messiah will be born from the house of David. David and Goliath. David was a shepherd boy. And then the most famous psalm is Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. So it makes a little bit of sense that they would tell the shepherds. But what did the shepherds do with this great news? Did they, did they just sit on it? No. Listen to what the shepherds did. It said, when they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told to them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed. See, one word to describe Christmas is amazing. It's amazing to see people's reaction to a gift. It's amazing to receive that great gift. And it's even more amazing to tell people. I guarantee you, whatever gifts each of us gets this Christmas, at some point, we're going to tell people. When we talk to our family and to our friends, ultimately it's going to be, well, what did you get from the kids? Or what did you give to the kids? We're going to tell other people about the gifts that we've got. And again, like I said, if you have a teenager, it will already be up on social media. They're going to tell all of their friends, here's what I got for Christmas. Because they love the gift. God has given you and I the greatest gift ever. And that is the gift of Jesus. And what the shepherds did is what we can do. We can spread the word. We can tell people how this gift of Jesus, how it gives us hope and love and joy and peace moving forward. But if we don't open the gift, we'll never know that. Do you ever think like this? The, the Old Testament scripture uh, and uh, the angel said that, that Jesus would be wrapped, not in paper, but he'd be wrapped in a swaddling cloth. But see, we have to unwrap 
the gift of Jesus if we're truly going to enjoy it. I love this time of year. I know so many of you love this time of year. There's just something about the Christmas spirit. People seem nicer. People seem more willing to give. People seem kinder. It's just a, it's just a feeling, the Christmas spirit. And some of us, I wish we could have that all year round. Just, just that feeling of Christmas. And I'm here to tell you that you can. You don't have to keep your lights up all year round, though I know some people do. You don't have to keep your tree up all year round. But what you can do is say, I know that God has a gift for me. I know that it doesn't matter what I've been through. It doesn't matter the mistakes that I've made. I know God has a gift for me and, and it's personalized. It's to me from God. And I know that if I open that gift, I'm going to make a joyful noise because I'm going to discover what real hope is and real love is and real joy is and what real peace is. And I know that once I open that gift, I'm just going to tell everybody. See, we can have the Christmas spirit all year round. In fact, we're called to go and make disciples. We're called to tell people about the gift of Jesus. It's a gift that all we have to do is receive it. I'm going to ask Sarah and our, and our worship team to, to come back up. And, and I just want you to kind of think about this. All of us are probably very blessed that we'll go home and, and, and we'll spend some time with family and friends and, and there's trees and there's probably going to be an exchange of gifts at some point. And Sometimes, especially if you've got little ones, boy, it just seems like you almost run out of room under the tree. Like you just can't find any more, any more room for any more gifts. But can I ask you to do me one favor? Can I ask you to find room for one more gift this Christmas? That's the gift of Jesus. And can I ask you to open it up this year? I promise you, if you open the gift of Jesus Christ, you will find that God is with you, God is for you, and you will experience hope and peace and joy and love. Open the gift of Jesus this year. Amen?